Hello, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the Finish Line Podcast. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day, because I know I am, because today is a day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. So, we're <clears throat> we're going to take a break on the seven habits, because this is just kind of laid upon my heart of forgiveness. So we're going to do a just forgiveness brings healing study. I feel like that, you know, especially we're in a toxic world and a toxic situation. And there are sometimes even there's at least somebody in our life that you are not bitter at, but you're frustrated at. Either if they wronged you, if they hurt you, or if they took advantage of you, there is somebody that has done that in your life. So we're going we're gonna to dive in deeper. So let's open up with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that you can just be here in our hearts. We just pray that whatever has happened, Lord, in our hearts, that you can just come and just put a sense of peace over our hearts and just allow us to be in the, in the now, Whatever we have done, Lord, we come to you asking for our hearts to be repented, our minds, our actions, and our bodies. Lord, because you are a sovereign God, just forgive our hearts as we are wicked people. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So James 5, verse 15, or James 5, verse 16, it states, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective fervent of <clears throat> the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So the question I have to you is and before we continue on, we're gonna jump into numbers and we're gonna see how numbers um, interacts with us and, you know, just how that correlates with our life. Cause you, um, cause it, yes, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm losing my train of thought. Um, so numbers chapter two, it states, then the people cried out to Moses. And when Moses prayed to the Lord, the fire was quenched. Hold on that thought and hold on to this thought of James chapter five, verse 16. Romans chapter 3, verse 23, this is very famous. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Amen. And amen. So you might ask, you might ask me, how does this correlate with my life? How does this, what you have just read, correlate with what I do in my everyday life? How does it correlate with the walk of God, that I walk with God? And how's this going to strengthen me? Well, here's how it's going to strengthen you. Because hopefully it's going to allow a conviction in your heart. Hopefully it's going to allow you to understand that, you know, we're, none of us are perfect whatsoever. None of us, I, none of us, no matter what we do, we always wrong somebody. You know, and it is interesting that we can try to live a perfect life but we end up living a miserable life. So the cool thing is, is that 
Romans chapter 3.23 states that all have sinned and we all fall short no matter what. But it doesn't incorporate, but it also includes your friendship, your relationships. And none of us have a perfect friendship or relationships. There are times when we get mad at each other. And when we get mad at each other, we can't be too bitter about each other. For instance, in my life, I have had, I've gotten mad at people in my life. <clears throat> and I could have gotten bitter. I could have gotten bitter and I could have gotten really upset. But I haven't. Because I know that God has loved me. And he has been sovereign unto my heart. So I think that Philippians 2.3 states it best. In humility, value others above yourself. That summarizes pretty much everything in humility. That takes a lot for us to do. Because that means we have to prove ourselves wrong. We have to say we were in the wrong. We were in the wrong of bullying my friend. We were in the wrong of taking advantage of one another. We were in the wrong of thinking that we know everything. We have to be, and we have to know that. And the moment that we know that is we are being humble and submissive to God. And that way he can work in our hearts and he can work in our life. So have you ever met people who are proud or stubborn? I surely have. I and the the funny part is is that when I was writing this question out, I'm like, man, that's Sasslin right there. That's the answer, Sasslin. Because I get proud at times and I'm very stubborn. And have you noticed that they have a hard time saying, I'm sorry, or please forgive me. I was wrong. Why is it so hard to say I'm sorry and please forgive me? You know why it is so hard for me to say I'm sorry to others or uh, please ask for to forgive me is because I do not want to be in humility. I don't want to be called out for my BS and I do not want to be made fun of because that's a character of manhood, because that's an attack on my manhood and an attack on my character. And that's why I have the hardest time to accept the reality that I have uh, made a mistake. Now, of course, I've gotten better. I just want to tell you that I got, I have gotten better, but it's become more of a struggle. Back in back in my early uh, when I first started my walk with Jesus Christ, that would be my that'd be my that'd be my Dr. Pepper, where somebody opened up with Dr. Pepper and saying, "Hey, you know what? Are you willing to accept the fact?" Or <clears throat> put that Dr. Pepper down and get a glass of water. That'd be my glass of water where I, I hate to say it, but it's, I have to drink it, but it's going to be healthy at the same time. It might not be healthy at the moment, but it's going to be healthy in the long term. Because that means I have accepted that I was wrong and I have wronged individuals. And that's the best way for you guys to do as well. Know that none of us are perfect. Know that we're going to make uh, fall short. And don't be afraid to say I'm sorry to the individual you have hurt. Because if you do not say you're sorry, that means you have not learned from the mistake that you've made and you're going to bound to repeat the same mistake. So avoid that. And just say, hey, you know what? I've got to accept this harsh reality. I've got to accept the consequences of my decisions. And just ask for forgiveness. And you'd be surprised. You'd be shocked for the, uh, the amount of people that are willing to forgive you.
I just want to tell you that you'd be absolutely flabbergasted because we think that, you know what, when we mess up, it deteriorates our hearts and it deteriorates our minds that following night. And if we do not say, I'm sorry, it will eat you up. It will eat your emotions. It will eat you, your sleep away. And it comes to a point where you have to, like, you are absolutely sleep deprived. No matter what you take, no matter what you do, that is on the back of your mind. Until you go up to the individual and you say, I'm sorry. And the moment that you ask for for the moment that you ask for forgiveness, there is this sense of relief that floods your body and floods your mind. And then afterwards, you want to go back to bed and actually sleep. And then you sleep that really good that following night. That's why I want to tell you the cool part of forgiveness. So I believe it has a lot to do with false pride and insecurity. That's I think that touched on that as well. Insecure people do their best to protect their fragile egos. Okay, as you can tell, I'm absolutely shocked because I'm not trying to write this about me, but this is the cool part about remember God loves you and not me at the finish line podcast because it correlates with my life. Because what I am stating to you guys is the exact struggles I have struggled with and I've walked the path with. It is the hardest thing for me to say right now. <clears throat> Their self-worth is often based on performance, titles, and positions. False pride is built on things that will pass away by comparing ourselves to others. Healthy people are at peace with themselves. They accept their weaknesses and, and strengths. As a Christian has the best opportunity to be healthy because they accept they, because they are accepted by God. Do you know? Um, you are unconditionally accepted by God no matter what, no matter what you've done, no matter what you do. You're accepted by God. That is a core truth you can claim and internal, internalize. Can you repeat that? Can, you, <clears throat> can we repeat that together? I'm unconditionally accepted and loved by God no matter the mistakes I've made, no matter the path I've gone on. I'm still accepted and I'm unconditionally loved by God. Another truth that will help your emotional health is to ask for forgiveness from others. Shame and guilt are subsequent time bombs that can only be diffused by this form of humility. The Bible says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So overall, I made a list of people I hurt. I found them and asked them to forgive me. I admitted my faults and, I, and made amends. These steps healed me and freed me from my past and the uh, charade of self-protection. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And that is interesting. Because there are times when I went up to the individual and I had to accept that, swallow that truth pill. I'm saying, I'm so sorry. And I got to a point where I was actually very emotional. And I got to a point where I'm like, I started crying because I didn't know what they're going to say. I didn't know what they're going to do. And it's interesting because I've gone to that person five years after I might have said something bad to them. 
or it might have been 72 hours or a week later because there's that guilt that eats you away and that conviction. So I made a list and I went up to each individual person and I said, I'm sorry. And I encourage you to do the same. I encourage you to come up with a list and go up to the individuals that you might have wronged and ask for apology and ask for repentance and not repentance, forgiveness. Now you might not like the reality, but the fact that you ask, but the fact that you are seeking forgiveness is not upon their heart. Now it's not upon you. It's not. It doesn't come upon you because you did your job. You you took the you owned the mistake and you've accepted the consequences. Now it's up to them. And God does the same. God forgives you when you ask. When we mess up, you we go to God and He He forgives us, and He pretends that like nothing has ever happened. That's so awesome and so reassuring. So I love to so I love for you to true to try this lifestyle of humility. Make a list of your wrongs and start making some phone calls and visits. Be humble. Admit you are wrong and ask people to forgive you. Asking for forgiveness will not make you feel inferior. It will free you to fly higher. And strengthen your relationship with God and be real you. Because you're a miracle and you're a friend. How cool is that? Because you are a miracle from God. And you are a child of God. And that is so awesome. With this in mind, we're going to end it with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that you can just come here and ask him for our heart's self-forgiveness. We come to you knowing that we are not perfect, knowing that we make mistakes each and every day. We wrong people. And I pray that you put a heart of forgiveness and a heart of repentance, and we go up to the individuals that we might have hurt. And I pray that you are along with us because that can be a hard thing to do. And I pray that you can knock our pride down and knock our stubbornness away and fill our body with humility because it's so important lord because you do the same thing for us because we are children because we are your children and lord may you guide us and protect us as we continue the path that you have set before us so that when we cross the finish line oh lord we can run into your arms and we can hear you say well done my good and faithful servant and in jesus name we pray amen and amen with this in mind, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. And remember, God loves you. And I'll meet you at the finish line. And we have a very special guest tomorrow. His name is Branch Isol. He is a very famous poet. And I'm so blessed to have him on at 1 p.m. Central Time. So tune in to Remember God Loves You. And I'll meet you at the Finish Line Podcast. You guys have a blessed day. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.